Welcome to By Design with Lynn and Danette. We're so glad you're here. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Danette. And this is where we talk about the things we love. We talk about our passion for interior design, some of the projects we work on, a bunch of DIYs, and we talk about our faith, which is probably the most important thing in our lives. For real. Sometimes you'll also hear us talking to some people that have really impacted our lives. People that have shaped us and encouraged us, people that have inspired us, and that are either in design or in business or they're in all walks of life. And it's awesome. So writers. Yeah. It's all been it. really great. So head over to our website, www.bydesignpodcast.com, where you will find links to everything that we talk about in our show. And you'll also have links there to be able to listen and subscribe. Yeah. Subscribing is a big thing. So we'd appreciate it if you would just click that button and that way you can get the updates every week sent to your yeah. podcast app and directly to your phone. You don't yeah. even have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You can so. tune in. It's easy to tune in. And then it, it helps us know that people are listening to us and it keeps us going. So we would appreciate that. Heroes. Okay. Today is kind of a fun day. We're going to kind of catch up with our lives. And uh, we're talking about the book of Mark too, yeah, right? What, what we're kind of into these days. Yeah. We're in a Bible study studying the book of Mark. So we thought, you know, we'll just share what we're learning. Yeah. Good stuff. It's been good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've loved it. But um, how's everything going over at the Gore camp? Mm. Is Rage Alive still? <laughs> we haven't yeah. heard a good Rage story for a while. You know? I know. And I always have them. Well, I don't always share them. You, you don't want to share them? I want to preface this by saying that <laughs> I. Is there my, bad words? <laughs> I love my children. No, my ki- I like. I have awesome kids. You they're do? like so fun and so loving. And they're just, they, adorable. Yeah. They're great kids. Yeah. They. They hug hard and they play hard and they fight hard. It's just, it's a, it's a whole lot of a whole passion lot over of, at our house. Yep. So, um, Rage wants to be outside all the time. I love it. And that's, you know, he's just turned three. Makes sense. It's nice out here. Finally. We're coming can, out of the winter. Yep. So, he won't wear shoes. Well, so he runs honestly, around outside. He, who I don't want to wear shoes either. Like, finally, he can get outside and run. It's been a long winter of just being yeah. stuck inside. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, we're just... But it, we also have a chicken coop, so I ha- constantly have to be like, no, you cannot go in the coop. We Barefoot. have to have shoes. It's right. disgusting. So, you know, I set some boundaries. There you go. And I chase them down to make them follow them. But one thing Rage has done a few times, which none my other two children didn't do, is he has been taking his clothes off and pooping in the yard <laughs> just okay? random places yeah. or is it always the same place it's well we have this long <laughs> it's like a driveway but it's like oh it's grass it's right yard driveway yeah, yeah. that goes back to our barn and that seems to be his favorite spot his, to his pop a yes. squat <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so yesterday i was you know doing a, my bible study out in the yard on a blanket just trying to be peaceful and <laughs> oh, i can see rage dreamy. rage is like a hundred feet away we have a a you know a big yeah. yard and he's over there and i kind of see him hiding and i see like a shirt go flying and i'm like no <laughs> not again coming. yeah and he did it i was so upset oh. then he like stepped in it and but there's like i don't know but he didn't have shoes on he didn't have shoes on he had socks on this oh. time so yeah at least it wasn't between his toes well went through the sock yeah, it was I'm a sorry. mess. And I was actually, I, I texted you, right? And I was like, Lindsay, I'm so glad Rage is so far away from me because I'm so mad right now that I have enough time to cool off. By and the we time. laughed at you. But it's to like it's the other day, the very first time he did it, I was in the kitchen. He was outside with his papa. And all of a sudden he walks into the kitchen completely naked. 
And I'm like, what happened? And my dad just has this look on his face. <laughs> like, like I, I don't there know. are no words. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So he, at least he's stripping down. Hey, he takes all not- of his clothes off. His clothes are basically poop free, except for the last accident. Right. But he's potty trained. He knows how to go in there. He's just feeling free, man. He's, he's got the spring fever. I know. Well, it's hard because when you live out in the country, oh yeah, you kind of let your boys pee outside. Of course. I don't know. People yeah. might be like oh, no. freaked out by this, but you know, it's okay. Little boys can drop trowel and pee on any tree mm-hmm. in our yard. We don't care because yeah. it's we're out in the country yeah, and there's yeah, like, yeah. anyway. So I think he might be confused about I what know. he can and can't so do outside. I understand. I can only go number one outside now, but it's like horrible because it. He like makes a, he doesn't just go in one place to be like a trail, a trail. It's so horrible. It's so funny. So that's a rage story. Oh, at least this he's not going kid. inside, girl. It could be like in carpet. Oh, I know. Yeah, no. I know. That would be confusing. Well, and then we bring trees and stuff from outside. Has he tried to pee on the Christmas tree? No, he never tried that. Oh, okay. Well, there's always next year. <laughs> it's. <sighs> oh. So well. the. That's it's real life. I just thing. love how you're trying to have this beautiful moment, soaking in God's word, in your kid craps. <laughs> I know, like in the yard. <laughs> Whose kid does that? I don't know. I love it. It's okay. You're not this alone. This is a long us, story. Us moms, we, we hear Do you. Do you have any stories? Oh, I don't think so. None that compare? It's, well... Yeah, so you're learning. <laughs> how do you segue from... I know. I don't think there is a good segue. Well, one thing we did learn about the book of Mark is that... <laughs> but you're just going for Mark. it. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a segue we could do instead. Okay, good. A real one? Yeah. Okay, so one of my stories is recently... Um, this will like lead us right to into the gospel, too. This is perfect that my kid was like, tell me one person who hasn't picked their nose. Everyone has picked their oh. nose at some point. And he was with a little friend, and his friend was like, well, Jesus... And my kid was like, no way, man. No way. Does Jesus pick his nose Jesus picked his nose. That's not a sin. But he did have enough common sense to say, but, you know, eating it, that's another thing. If you pick your nose and eat it, that's like defiling your body, which is a sin. So Jesus never would have ate it, but he totally would have picked his nose, which I'm like, things, the way the boy minds works, like, I never would have thought about whether or not Jesus picked his nose or not. Mm. And it really doesn't matter. But... Those dusty roads, man, and he was a carpenter's son, sawdust. Yeah, I'm sure Jesus did. He was fully human. So I've loved it. I, like, and just reading more about Jesus in the book of Mark that we've been talking about, it's just been like seeing him with some new. I love that about the Bible. Like, I read the Gospels. I, I know, I know Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a church girl. I've been raised with all the Bible stories and. But yet, like still reading this, it's like fresh and new and seeing new things. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. It's been so great. Have you been enjoying it? I have. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. I was ignoring you, but I might have been ignoring you. <laughs> Sometimes listening? I look through my notebook while Lindsay talks because I'm trying to find my notes. She talks a lot, so you usually have lots of time. No. It's okay. Um, I, I, d- I have, but I was trying to find something cool that I wrote down. and Well, so. now you're not cool. No, I take it. <laughs> Um, I'm done. So yeah, what have I been learning? Or like, I actually led today. We're like up to like Mark chapter nine is where we're at. There's 16 chapters in the book of Mark, and it's like you know one of the gospels, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the accounts of Jesus. And I just love that Mark writes about Jesus in a way that we can totally relate to him. You know, mm-hmm. and the way he uh, 
has compassion on people. Like mm-hmm. I love that part where, you know, he's a, the disciples are exhausted and they go in the boat to go over to ca- try to catch some rest and the people just follow them along the shoreline to where they're mm-hmm. going. And, you know, Jesus sees them and he has compassion on them. He said, they're like sheep without a shepherd, you know, mm-hmm. like his heart was just so mm-hmm. much for people, you know, to mm-hmm. teach them and just show them grace and love and to teach them truth, to fulfill the law, the things that they knew, but now that they were going to be free from and didn't even really understand what was happening, what was going to happen to completely free them, you mm-hmm. know? And I just love the way he just, breaks down barriers and he calls out the Pharisees for being whitewashed tombs and you think what you eat makes you holy and keeps you clean, but it doesn't matter what you eat. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much tells them like, it doesn't matter what you eat. You're going to just wrap it out anyways. And that's, that's what it says in the book of Mark. It just goes through your body and you will, it'll come out of you. Mm-hmm. That's in the Bible. Ew. Well, rage. I know. It's, <laughs> it all connects, doesn't it? it? Come on now. <laughs> Look at that. Full circle moment. <laughs> oh no! But seriously, though, I just I think it's just so reassuring. He was fully God, but fully human. He totally understood our bad days. You That's know? the hard thing for us to, I think, latch onto is that he, that Jesus was fully man, and he experienced what it's like to be frustrated and lonely and yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just, in seeing that and just the way he had compassion on the people, you know, mm-hmm. he really fiercely loved them and he knew it was coming, you know, and he was desperate for them to see it. And mm-hmm. there's just story after story in the book of Mark that is just so encouraging and convicting at the same time mm-hmm. of like, do I live with a faith, believing and expecting that Jesus can do anything? Like when they said, like, if you can heal her, what do you mean if I can? Mm-hmm. Like... I don't want to be doubter. I don't want to be not expecting Jesus to be Jesus. I think we just use it so flippantly and we just get comfortable, you Mm -hmm. know, and we lose the whole part of, no, he's fully God and he wants to show up and he wants to help us and he wants us to be able to like lay down these unclean things so that we can be used by him, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what God's been showing me. Beautiful. One of my favorite things that, I mean, it's all throughout the gospels, but it's one of the things that stops me in my tracks is over and over you see Jesus say, he just will walk up to someone who's a fisherman and he'll say, come, follow me. And those people jump out of the boat and they follow Jesus. And it's such a picture of when God steps into your life and says, come follow me. I mean, I think even for kids who have been churched their whole lives, there comes a point where you know the truth and you take hold of it and you drop you drop one life and you turn and you follow Jesus and it's completely different from right. thereafter. Not that life isn't hard, but your pursuit is after God. Your heart is seeking right. after him and you hear his voice. Yeah. It's like you heard it for the first time and you turn and you follow. And that with a desire though, like with an earnest yeah. like where you know you have the faith, you know that he's the only one that can right. <clears throat> save you. Yeah. The thing about that he kind of singles people out. Like he walks up and, you know, he's not begging. I feel like there's, there's, um, you know, Jesus, he calls people to himself, but he doesn't beg them to follow. He doesn't have to try to convince anyone right. that he's God. No, no, no. He, he doesn't says, defend himself. No, so it, it's just, there's such a play going between what's going on in the heart of man that they're, they hear his voice and they want to follow 
and something that God gives them grace to follow. But I love that he's not um, trying to talk people into believing in him no, and no. trying to and trying really to hook not selling himself like right. But you're not, you know. Sometimes I I feel like evangelism. Um, it bothers me when it's like kind of tri- tricking people into saying a prayer. Oh, when they like just use fear. Well, to, no, well, fear, or you like there's a there's a prescribed way to you know you you list that you say the gospel and you give them a story so that they see their sin and then at the end you ask them are you ready to pray this prayer? Where I feel like anybody's gonna say oh yeah yeah oh yeah you know you're not gonna want to say no unless you're but it's not real if, right. is it real? Well, it could be though. Like we can't- of course. It, oh, I'm not saying that, but what I'm what I'm saying is that um, the gospel is about getting in front of real people and doing life with them and, and sharing good news. And um, when God's at work there, they will come and follow. So we don't have to be afraid to share the gospel right. because we're not going to do that work in their hearts anyway. It's going to exactly. come from we God. We can't be their Holy Spirit mm-hmm. only. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You're so right. The come follow me part was one of my favorite parts mm. that, that's sticking out. And the other thing that just rocks my boat that I keep seeing over and over, I counted for this one. It was like, over 20 times in the book of Mark, um, it says that Jesus like withdrew to a solitary yeah. place, place to be alone with God. It's so, it's like the beginning of his ministry. He went out in, into the desert or. And that's recorded that many times yeah. to show us something. I know, but yeah, what a model for our life. Are we getting alone time exactly. with God? Um, Making time for that. That's a, mm-hmm. That needs to be a priority. And I am not great at that. Like, honestly, I have a hard time being still and quiet mm-hmm. and, you know, having those moments. But you're right. That's yeah. something that we're called to do. Continually, before he died, to prepare, after somebody died, after, you know, um, mm-hmm. when John the Baptist was beheaded, he withdrew and prayed. And so it's just like, how often are we doing that where we um, just go to be alone with God? and. Mm-hmm. And maybe not doing a Bible study. Maybe it's not structured time, but it's a time of um, right. intimacy, like talking of with choosing. God and praying and, and enjoying His presence. And um, I don't know. It just, I think solitude is a big part of how we go deeper right. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, like, okay, so just think though, let's put this even in a marriage context. Like if I never spent any time alone with Kurt, I wouldn't get to the deeper places. You know, you don't have that time to really get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is with Jesus, right? Like it's a relationship. It's getting to really Mm -hmm. know the Father's heart so that His desires become your desires. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you become more like Him. And that can only happen when you choose to drink from that well, you know? and The well that doesn't run dry? Yeah. One of the things um, uh, that God has showed me lately is from Psalm 23, which we all know Mm -hmm. that psalm. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters and restores my soul. I the, That is the thing, Lynn, that, mm. you know, sometimes he makes us lie down. Right. We need to slow down in this life and um, and experience God. Mm-hmm. We're so busy. And then towards the end of that, it says um, in Psalm 23, what is it? It's verse 5. He says, um, you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like as you are getting those alone time with God and praying and seeking his face, that's when 
just the word of God and the goodness of God will overflow mm-hmm. from you onto the people around. Right. To, you know, we've talked about this. With, I love it. In marriage and friendship and with your children. Like, mm-hmm. and you're like anything. Like, if you, you need to be filled, you, that's a continual. We have to be doing that, be going mm-hmm. and being filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can, you know, spending mm-hmm. that time with God so that we can go out and do these other things. Because otherwise, if we're trying to do it all on our own strength and power and, it's it's exhausting anyways mm-hmm. and and if we're doing it without god without knowing his word and i know and what about like think about like as um how often are we selfish with our time and we are like you know what everyone leave me alone mama needs some alone time huh. um and you, you've got to go in the other room and sit there or you you're gonna watch a movie or you're gonna zone out um we think that's what we need. We just need to get away from everyone and then we're going to and then we're going to be able to deal with life better. Actually, maybe what you really need is time alone with your creator. Yeah. Like and you know Jesus I I don't know the timeline, but it 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 doesn't seem like it was weeks of you know going out. It was overnight. So it's little blips of hours here alone with God. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something by big example. and magical. It can be just small moments that yeah. are deeply meaningful. And he withdrew, and yeah. you know, he went out to pray. Yeah, absolutely. But another thing that really struck me, you know, one of my favorite um, verses. I think it's chapter nine, verse twenty-four. Uh, wow, must really be your favorite. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm a dork. Oh. Um, oh yeah. You know, like with the the father who was desperate for his son to be healed, have the demon taken out. And um, he says, you know, I believe, but help my unbelief. Like, you know, I just love that Jesus saw his faith and he saw his humanness and he still saved his son, you know? And it's like, I have been there so many times of Lord, I do believe, but because of my human mind and I, I have doubts, I struggle to believe sometimes. And I just love that this is, this is one of the things that's in the gospel of Mark. You know, mm-hmm. I just love that that's something that's very real. And Jesus still was mm-hmm. like, okay. Right. Imperfect faith. Imperfect faith. Is he's faith still, enough? he's, it's enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the, I just think it's just so great. Um, one of the things that it's Lisa Harper, right? That's whose study we're doing. Oh, uh, that's this one. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we're, we're going through a Bible study. Um, it's a Lisa Harper study. And one of the things that she brings out in that study is that, um, and it's relating to this verse in Mark nine twenty four. I do believe, help me overcome my belief, it's, is that what God can do with our lack of faith when we own it mm-hmm. and when we recognize, acknowledge, it. acknowledge mm-hmm. that our faith is small and we ask God to help us with it. Yeah, It's not just like living in a blind state of small faith, but it's recognizing that we need help. We're small. And and I don't understand your ways because my I don't understand what you're doing, God. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why we're having to walk this road right now or whatever it is, but I believe in like seeing that God will be faithful in that. You know, he will mm-hmm. still do exactly what he's going to mm-hmm. do. And if we acknowledge our part of our unbelief, he will still bless it, you know, and sometimes that's just enough. How about the, um, one of the other things we talked about just today in our Bible study was, um, so in Mark chapter six, where um, it was right after Jesus um, misunderstood in his hometown. Yeah, yeah. Not many miracles could have been done there because people had such small faith. And right. you know, anyway, um, right after that, um, Jesus called the twelve to him, and then he sent them out two by two, um, and they were 
going out to preach people to heal um, and yeah. to cast out evil spirits. Mm-hmm. They were going to start the call work. people to repentance, but he tells them to take nothing for the journey except a staff. So no bread, no bag, no money, um, no extra clothes. Yeah. Like he's teaching them reliance. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was relating that to us and our call to be disciples and how, mm. you know, I never feel like enough to share the gospel. Right. Um, like, I feel like I have to ha- have my brain together or have a, have a verse on hand, but actually you just, you need to be in prayer and you need to be relying on God. Right. And not that you don't have to know the word of God, but the Holy what, Spirit is in you and he right. will. But sometimes we think we have to have words. it all figured out before right. we can even Which disciple. is hilarious because our thoughts aren't even our own thoughts. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you really want to think about it, like our thoughts aren't even our own thoughts. God's given us the ability to think thoughts you know like we can't even understand that so god will use anything you know he used a donkey he can use me so even if i feel like my brain's dead the holy Mm -hmm. spirit alive in me will give me the words to say that that's happened before with things where i'm up against the wall and i have to say something or i'm supposed to Mm -hmm. um speak at something and by the power of the Holy Spirit, it comes together. And it's like, wow, that clearly wasn't me because there's no way mm-hmm. I could have done that. Yeah. So but you have to be in prayer and yeah. you have to, to like, I think you have to be walking in a way where you know on your own you're lacking yeah. and God will fill in the gaps yeah. as you look to him. It's like that, you know, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Like it goes back to that even. And I love yeah. that he sent them out two by two, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. no, like we can't do these things alone. We're not called to do things yeah. alone, big or small. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's been a lot of great stuff in this. So we recommend this study. It's great. You know, if you want to do it with a couple of girls or um, just being in a study, like I naturally do not want to do women's Bible studies. It just sounds awful to me. And this is crazy because I end up leading them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's how God's funny. <laughs> so, but this is the thing. And every time I go, Every time, but because there are some amazing women there, not because of anything, God will take my horrible attitude. And I'm always mm-hmm. amazed that I get I get to do this. You know, I get to walk alongside these women as they're growing and learning mm-hmm. and I'm being challenged and growing. Um, so I, I know maybe some of you are like, yeah, no, I'm not going to go to a women's Bible study. I just want to challenge you to like go and just try it out with a fresh mm-hmm. perspective and you know don't think the worst so that's from a fellow cynic right <laughs> so anyways um today danette you are oh. the queen of diy in my mm. in my books so mm. i'm the queen of wing <laughs> is what i am i wing it well that's my. how all diy should be done in my opinion yeah well and that's the thing right <laughs> and that's what I've, I've even had to learn that like i expect things to be great the first time you know and i get so discouraged and down on myself if it doesn't turn out yeah. and i think that's something like you have to allow yourself mm. the space to like make a mistake or screw it up or not turn out the way you expected it mm-hmm. so that i think is what keeps me from doing diys like just yeah. that fear of failure like I know I'm, I'm I have just to confessing keep, here. Yeah, no, it's good. But you're great at it. Well, I have to keep myself from starting new projects all the time. Really? Eh? I have to stop myself. I'll be outside and, you know, running around with rage, <laughs> hoping he doesn't poop anywhere. <laughs> and uh, 
I'll be like, I'll see something. I'll be like, I'm going to cut that tree up into three foot segments and make little tables. I'm going to, you know, I'm like three steps away from getting the chainsaw out. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a minute. What am I doing? Just hold the phone. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Hold my earrings. I'm getting the chainsaw out. (laughs) Not even kidding. Like, should I, am I qualified to work a chainsaw? No. Would I do it in a heartbeat? Yes. It's scary what goes through my you know mind. I just can't stop myself. Is that Kurt is like, he's come home before where I've been in the <laughs> shop. Like I've been in his, with his tools and I have like his chop saw going. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> have you been hanging out with Danette again? <laughs> yes. You're going to like cut your fingers off. Like, can I just at least show you the right way? Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what this does. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So anyway, what we're trying to tell, tell you is that um, we haven't arrived. I am, you know, and you don't have to, to try things. And we're not, you know. I'm, can you give us something that we can try though? I that can. That is like, maybe you won't completely discourage someone like oh, me. Oh, you're so smart. I do have an easy one that I've been working on. So. Share. Okay. I made these um, little earring holders for Christmas oh. for my sister-in-laws. I just love it. It's so cute. Yeah. Can and it's. Picture? <laughs> yeah. I'll. I'll post some pics on our website, bydesignpodcast.com. So go over there and you'll see how to mm-hmm. make this. I'll give you a little tutorial. Stop it's super it. easy. So can we do a video tutorial? We could. I would like to do that. We, we should get a YouTube channel. <laughs> Sorry. That was if, free. Yeah. Just as a little segue, you guys, we have such a hard time with our intro. <laughs> we laugh and we re-record it because we can't handle like <gasps> scripted speech. It just I, I doesn't know. work for us. So... <laughs> Anyway, I'm We're laughing. Trying, the guys. idea Stick of us, us on YouTube is <laughs> awesome is what you're trying to say. Yeah, it would be really funny. Okay, back to the task at hand, which is a framed um, earring holder. Right. So do you, what did, did you use chicken wire or lace? I'm trying to remember. Or a oh, screen. No. You know, you can use uh, chicken wire to hang your earrings on. It's really nice, nicely sized. Or you can also use like an old screen from a window. Like if you have an old window. Right. Or you could even buy, like they have window screen patches that you could buy. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you could use one of those for That's a smaller a frame. So what and I you do, build the frame? No. Or you, oh, okay. you don't. So what I do is I tend Should I to. let you finish and like tell everybody what to do? You can. <laughs> this works too. This is how we roll. So. I usually have an abundance of frames that I'm not using because I tend to pick them up whenever I go to Goodwill, Goodwill or anywhere like that. I, I see a um, a frame that's pretty hideous because it's usually like ugly wood something or something old. It. Yeah, but uh, or it's like it a just weird punches that thing out. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll buy it and then I'll take it home and rip out whatever's inside of it. And then I'll just you know sand and repaint the frame real quick. Or sometimes I just spray paint it outside. Because usually I want it to be white because I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> or sometimes a bright color is fun too. I know. Whatever you that need. That Annie Sloan chalk paint we used on my mirror frame worked I know. really well. Yeah, that was the... Um, Florence. Yeah, the Florence. Mm-hmm. It's like a blue. It's really it's pretty. Um, yeah, so that... There's That's what another you do. Way. Mm-hmm. That's how you get the yeah, frame. Yep. Quick brush paint or spray paint, however you want to so do it. So then how do you... Do you just use hot glue for the screen or do you use your staple gun? Um, I've been using my staple gun yeah so um you know just getting we have chicken wire at our house because we have chickens so that's why i use that just uh, i just unrolled it it's and then snipped it you know right sat the frame on it and kind of marked with a sharpie on the outside of the frame and then i cut on the inside so it would be smaller and then i took it and stapled it to the back of the frame perfect and then you're done Ta-da! and then you hang the frame on the wall 
Seriously. And then you hang your earrings on it. And if it's a big enough frame, you could even put like a cute picture on it and then some earrings around it. Like ice. I, you could you could even clip stuff to it. Yes, because I've done that downstairs. I have one that we made for one of one. our events. Yeah, oh, it's we'll a share one. that. Yeah, we made a big giant. Well, Out your husband. Yeah, her husband made this frame for us because uh-huh. he's super handy. Um, but it was humongous. because, And we were using it as a prayer wall or something yeah, yeah, where yeah. people would clip or roll their prayers yeah, into yeah. and and it worked really well, but now I have it and I use it like every Christmas. I use it for like Christmas cards or pictures after a trip or... Or you could move it into your bedroom and have the <laughs> mecca of earring storage. Like, I could actually. Yeah, a head, it's have, like a headboard size. Because I wear giant earrings. Like yeah. I love my big feathered earrings. So... Yeah, that's one thing that's better. Like my frame that I'm using at home is probably like an 18 by 24 inch picture frame okay. um, that I got a Goodwill, but... You can get any sizes, though. You can, but if you get smaller, like cute frames, it'd be so easy to do this on a smaller one. But if you wear longer earrings, then you can't fit as many on. Oh, yeah. So bigger is better. And it's really pretty. Right, right, right. Well, so, and like I would put it in my bathroom on the wall. Like it'd be pretty on the wall, like yeah. in your... Yeah. So for this little DIY, you need an old picture frame, maybe a staple gun or hot glue, mm-hmm. however you want to do it. Yeah. And if it's smaller, either, you get away with hot glue, I feel like. Oh, you you totally could. Or, or chicken wire or mm-hmm. um, a little piece of screen. Yeah. You know, how often does a screen rip Absolutely. or, or a kid it. poke a finger hole in it or something <laughs> annoying and you've got this ripped frame or <laughs> in my case that you've locked yourself out and had to break through, break into your own house and you have to tear hey, through the frame. No one's the, judging um, here. <laughs> the, the, the screen. I've had to do that in our sunroom quite a few times. So it's okay. That's why. Anyway, there. that's why we're going to have lots of these gifts. <laughs> You know what? Maybe we should do a giveaway. <gasps> Let's do a giveaway. I'll do a giveaway this but week. That'll be so fun. So watch out for, for that. What you have to share the episode, right? right yeah. Share and if, if you subscribe. share yeah, if you share the episode and if you subscribe, um, we'll enter you for a giveaway to win one of Danette's beautiful little earrings frame things. We need to find a name. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name? Uh, darling. Can we just call them little earring darlings? Earring frame sounds weird. I know. Frame jewelry. Hey, why don't you send us your ideas for what we should do? <laughs> and this. you can name it. <laughs> you win. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's awesome. easy. Okay, well, I'm not super intimidated by that. I might be able to make that one work. Mm-hmm. Thank you, love. Yeah, it's like a few minutes. When I made these for Christmas, I made them 20 minutes before the Christmas party that we went to. That's awesome. I knew I was going to make it. I had it all <laughs> planned for weeks, and then I never did. Right. It takes well, 20 minutes, people. It's easy, and you feel like a rock awesome. star. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what might be great? Even, like, teacher gifts and, mm-hmm. like, little, like, babysitter gifts. People that, like, babysit for you and stuff. Like, it'd be yeah. kind of fun to just spoil people and just mm-hmm. spread a little yeah, kindness. It's, yeah, good teacher gift. And the great thing about chalk paint is it dries super fast. So if you, you know... You can throw a quick um, coat of paint on there and it will dry in 10 minutes yeah. at least, like yeah. 10 minutes. And in. there's some really pretty colors and you can mix their colors to make really yeah. pretty colors. Like I, I really love yeah. that. And then, you know, if you're just lightly sanding it afterwards, so it looks a little Distressed. warm. Yeah. yeah. One coat is all you need. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it came in many waves of <laughs> back and forth conversation, but. It got out eventually. <laughs> so, hey, Good luck. Make, sure, make sure you head over to our website to check out all the links and things and um, share an episode with someone you love. That'd be great. Have a great day. 